You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt, and it is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. It is 8.42 on this Wednesday evening here in Springfield, USA. Do you remember the 21st of September? It's Matt, on. how are you doing? It's hump day, my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway there, my bit. fellow listeners. Yeah, there we go. And it um, feels like fall. It's 50 degrees out. So that's why I'm in a sweatshirt right now. Is it really? Yeah. Dude, it's still like 90 here. <laughs> that sucks. I've been wanting to wear my uh, my Cardinals weather gear or winter gear, but I haven't been able to. So that kind of sucks. But yeah. uh, we're here. It is Wednesday. We're clearly this this podcast is going to be quite um, a rant. I don't want to go as far as to say that, but it's going to be, yes. Uh, It's going to be a doozy for sure. And uh, um, if you were following the sports over the weekend, a lot of shit went down. But mostly K-State sports is what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, And then um, maybe we could go – we'll do um, Tulane, cover that game, and then a preview of the OU football game and then maybe we'll cheer ourselves up with a little Chiefs and NFL action. How does that sound? Sounds great. Let's get the hard part over with. <laughs> all right. All right. But first, Matt, how's your week going? It's going <laughs> It's going good. It's cloudy out. I think that's why I'm a little tired. I don't know mm-hmm. about you, but like when it's cloudy out for a while, like I'm just like extra tired. And that's what I just need some, I need some vitamin D in my life. So other than that, um, looking forward for the weekend and another uh, good day of football on Saturday. I will say um, the people who suffer from seasonal depression disorder, um, a tip I received recently and the sun starts going down sooner, start taking that vitamin D right now. That way you can uh, – I had a tip from a friend who said he took it um, all last winter, and he said – he said he felt good all winter long. Never, never really got that seasonal depression, and just felt good all all uh, all winter long. So, I know how. Uh, I mean, fall is still fine. I mean, I know Matt, you like fall, going hunting and whatever. But yes, sir. I just, I just really do not like it when the days start getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Because I get home and the sun's already kind of going down, and my motivation to go to the gym isn't that great, and. Uh, so maybe I should already hop on that vitamin D train. Also, I work inside all day, so that doesn't help. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, me too. But, anyway. um, yeah, the, the days are definitely getting shorter. So I think this is the last year of like daylight um, where we have to turn back the clocks. So though I think that's I, th- I think that's right. I mean, what yeah. what was your opinion of that? Would you would you rather the days stay longer? Like like uh. So, like, in the wintertime, instead of, what do we do, fall back, instead of falling back, we just stay forward? Because technically right now, I think, is when we're in daylight savings time. Is that correct? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't well, tell you. I think air I mean, quotes normal time is, like, between 
is during the winter. So I mean, so sometimes where I like the like I like the early sunrises. I don't. I just sometimes I like that, but I'm also a morning person. So see, I that's not me. <laughs> like I, I'd much rather be lighter throughout the day because then I feel like I can have more money. Well, anyway. So yeah, fall's coming for sure, and uh, later this week it's gonna finally cool off here in Springfield, and I hope uh, hope it stays cool out there in Hayes. But let's go ahead and jump into well, the events over the weekend. Me and Matt both made our way to Manhattan over the weekend, the nine o'clock or we'll see nine o'clock tailgate, two o'clock kickoff uh, against Tulane, and and I think we had a really good tailgate. I thought it was pretty fun for I, I think it was just kind of more of our immediate friend group. Uh, for those who sh- who came, shout out to you guys. Shout out Eric and Carlos and Jared. Yeah, Jared, he had a good time. He's a Nebraska fan too, and he said it was mm-hmm. a good time. So good for that guy. Absolutely. And then Matt, uh, and then uh, Griffin and uh, uh, Jeff came uh, Saturday afternoon. So shout out to all you guys who hung out. And if I'm missing you guys, uh, missing anybody, I don't think so. But if I am, sorry. Shout out to you in spirit. <laughs> Um, K-State, however, did lose on Saturday, 17 to 10, far, far below um, our predictions. That is for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, let's just go ahead and knock this one out right away. I mean, I predicted 49 to 10 and you predicted 42 <laughs> to 13. So you won, you won last weekend by 30, yes, 36. And overall standings, you're ahead by 11. And Brick was actually the closest. He guessed 38-17. So yeah. he, he actually was the ultimate winner last week. So shout out to you, Brick. Um, yeah, good job. But, um, Matt, I mean, much slower sc- scoring game over the weekend. And, and that was just part of the reason, I mean, the most of the reason why K-State lost. And it just it just was kind of miserable in the crowd on Saturday. I mean, uh, you go ahead and just dive right into any points that you have. Um. Well, first I want to point out Deuce Vaughn had 81 yards. Tulane was – Tulane, I'm going to say this. Tulane is, is a very well-coached, very, very fun once he's sound football team. Like, they're good. That quarterback, what was his last name, Patrick? He's Michael good. Michael Pratt, yeah. Michael Pratt. He's, he, they're, he's good. They say he might get a shot at the NFL. Um, that's, but that, again, in the end, is no excuse. Um, I will say, adding to their quarterback, he's definitely at least a game manager. He, he played within himself. He did yeah. throw two picks, but he played within himself. So, but continue. Yeah. He was good. Um, probably the best tackling team they play. I mean, they're just so good at tackling. I mean, they're just staying. They just assignment sound, and and they just didn't really. They just played. They wanted it more. They just wanted mm-hmm. it more. Um, K State. It's just disappointing because I mean the season's not over. New season starts this week with conference play. But I will say I think it's just very frustrating because they were what is it? What was the spread? Thirteen and a half, fourteen. Thirteen and a half, yeah. It's thirteen and a half spread at home. Um, this was their trap game. It should have been our trap game. Um, they, I'm just very because I listened to Chris Clement's press conference. He he said that times the defense could have played better. I have to disagree. I think the defense played phenomenal throughout the game. Oh, absolutely. They're just they got put in crappy situations. Um, the offense lost that game. I think 
everybody on the offense should be ashamed. Like, just there's no excuse for what happened. Uh, the defense kept kept them in the game, and if things don't get better, the defense will be the only thing being competitive and keeping them in games. Right. Uh, let's just talk about Adrian Martinez. He's scared. He's scared to make a mistake. Bottom line, he's mentally he's mentally just he's scared to make a mistake. You can see it. I mean, there are times where the receivers are open. I mean, open. He didn't throw it. He flat out didn't throw it. There was one. There was a, it was a corner. I think it was a corner out to Malik Knowles. We were at the ten yard line when he had that interception. I mean, he had the field goal. Open. It was a ten yard pass. Open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't throw it. And he can throw. He threw that. It was a good ball to Cade Warner for that touchdown in the double coverage. Right. I don't. Um. And then, I mean, you talked about this during the game and today. I st- and um. Uh, what's Travis Kelsey's about? Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He says this too. The most successful play in football is the quarterback sneak. It works ninety-two percent of the time. For one yard, I will never understand why on third and one and fourth and one, we are in shotgun. We are five yards back to gain one yard. I will never, ever understand that. Quarterback sneak it. Colin Klein was the king of quarterback sneaks when he played. I don't know if he forgot about that or what. And it worked every time. Adrian Martinez needs to get in her center, have three fullbacks, three running backs in the backfield. That's what we did with Snyder at all the time. He, they will push you forward. You will get it. It works every time. I like that video that you brought up. Uh, and then Travis, Travis goes on to say, well, you know, our, our quarterback, his, his kneecap kind of was in the opposite direction after that play, which Mahomes did get hurt on a, one yeah. of those quarterback sneaks. sneaks uh, I think it was against Denver a couple yep. of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's the case, if that's your excuse, well, you're not running a quarterback sneak, then put somebody else in. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares if they know it's a quarterback oh, sneak? Guys coming in to get one yard, we're just going to stack the middle. Who you're cares? You're still going to get it. Yeah. Like, who cares? You can get one yard. It's called win the, win the snap, win the the fire they, off. They, uh, they still don't know when you're snapping it. Win at the line. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, you guys are your offensive line is stronger. Then their offensive line, or their defensive their line. Defensive line. Fire off the ball, get the one yard, and then bring your quarterback on onto the field. We were three for twenty on third and fourth downs. Yes, yes, three for twenty. That is combined. that is absolutely. Un, I mean, there's no. Excuse it's unacceptable. For that. It yeah. is unacceptable. Acceptable. And I will say, I will say, even though I am court for the quarterback sneak, there was one option where he ran an option. I don't know if you remember this. He didn't pitch it. Yeah, pitch it. Pitch and it. Deuce Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn, all he had was green. He probably would have scored. Absolutely. Um, Adrian's scared to do stuff with the ball. Like, he doesn't want to make a mistake. And Chris Kleiman knows that. Colin Klein knows it. Adrian knows that. And I listened to the walk and talk. I listened to um, Chris Kleiman's press comments from yesterday. They had a long meeting with him. Every quarterback throws interceptions. Every alignment misses sure. the block. Yeah. He just needs – you know what? I want to see what he did in Nebraska. At least at Nebraska, he made a lot of plays. Let's open – let's let it rip. Let's let it rip now. Just just come out of here. We got we – got, we got to win games. Just play – leave all on the field now. You know what I mean? 
Just right. play ball like we know you can. And here's the thing. It's like games one and two, we both kind of talked about, well, maybe we're withholding the offense and maybe we're not you know, trying to show too much before Big 12 play. Enough of that. Enough of that. Let yeah. Adrian go out there and ball out. Let him yeah. throw the ball and give him confidence too. Like yeah. it just did not seem like he had any confidence. And and here's the thing. Let's let's see what he does against OU because I think I think he'll be the quarterback against OU and perhaps even one more game depending on how the OU game goes. But if things do not go well against OU, play out play. You got to play somebody. What do you? I mean, you can't just leave him in there all year. I mean, no. he transferred. He is already. He's a four-year vet at a Big Ten school. Played all the big, 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 it, all the large Big Ten schools: Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. And he comes to the Big Twelve, another Power Five conference. There is no reason that a seasoned veteran like Adrian Martinez should not just go out there and ball out at this point in his career. And if he and does we, not pan out at this point, it's four games into the season. We might as well move on him. to the guy that's. Is younger, younger, and it's going to be at K State for a couple of years. Yeah, um, and also he was already proved himself to throw good balls. And what? And the thing that's frustrating, okay, Adrian Martinez might have made some mistakes. Okay, I get that. He has a all, most of Nebraska's like passing records, rushing records. He can ball. He has done the exact opposite at K State. He's played conservative. He doesn't want to turn it over. He's thinking too much. Just play ball, man. And when it's fourth and one, third and one, quarterback sneak it. Quit doing and that shotgun shit. Again, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go on and on about Adrian because I know we've harped on it and harped on it and harped on it. And everybody else in the fan base has already harped on it. And he probably hears it too. But I and and Bosco boys made a good point on their their two lane review on I think Monday was their podcast. He, uh, Scott Scott from Bosco boys, was basically saying that even the coaching staff was not prepared for this game. No, they got out coached. You can see it. Absolutely. Like two for 15 on third down, and we're dumping it off to a guy in the flats who gets tackled four yards short of the first down, or, you know, we or, or we're handing it off. We're handing off on a sweep play or right up the middle. It's like it, there seemed like there was no urgency to get first downs on third. And there was no halftime adjustments. Oh no. Uh uh. The same they played the same game the entire time and it made no sense to me. Like it was what was it, ten to ten or ten to seven at half? I thought we were I was like, we're fine. You know, down by three at half. We or we were winning, yes. We were up ten to seven. And I I had really no I I had no doubt that we were gonna come back and win the game. Like I was like, we're gonna make our halftime adjustments, we'll come back firing the second half, score a couple quick touchdowns and get the hell out of here. But that didn't happen. Like, no. It was the same offense. And it was the same. It's it's sad because that's what K State was really known. They K State used to be known for doing ha- halftime adjustments and coming and just yeah. coming back and winning. And um, I didn't see that. And it's concerning because what are they going to do in the Big Twelve play? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Tulane just they they out coached them. They out schemed them. Um, the players said they didn't overlook them. They did. Oh, 100 percent. They did. And they, that's another thing. The preparation throughout the week, coach. We're not overlooking these guys, coach. We, you know, we're all. You over might it. say that, but I don't. Um, think, I mean, this is hindsight. All this is hindsight, but there is no no reason that this should ever have been a close game. 
Should not no. have been a close game. And they even said in the press conference on Tuesday, like, yeah, there were receivers open. We went back on film and watched it. Yeah, me and Jacob were in the south end zone, and we were screaming, Malik is open. Mm-hmm. If he were just, oh, my God. If I was Malik and Phillip Brooks, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. They both should have had a touchdown that game. Oh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. We had, if Skyler was quarterback this year, he, oh, God. Um, okay. I want to end this on a positive note. The defense played their ass off. Phenomenal. I don't, Chris Miami was like, they played good at times. No, they played good the whole time. They, I, yeah, I disagree with that statement. They played yeah. good the entire game. There, there's no, reason we're even in this game for the defense didn't play as well as they did because they were on the field much longer than they should have been. I mean, they were gassed by the end of the game. Yeah. And and as the day went along, it kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter. So that didn't help. No, they played phenomenal. And they had two interceptions and we still didn't win the game. How? And that's another thing that happened against Missouri too. What I said in the last podcast, we got six points, four interceptions and we had six points off of four picks. Yeah. This week we got two interceptions. I don't think we None. scored a single point off of. I don't think. Of those I picks. think we got driving. And we, we had three our, our our possession started near midfield both times. Yeah. How do you not get a single point? I it's it's fr- it's concerning because it just seems our offense just it hasn't unless they open it up and just tell Adrian, which they say they claim they have, open it up. In which listen, it's college football. Strange things happen. I personally think, and I say this, I could be totally wrong. They're gonna, they're gonna fight Oklahoma. I think they will. I sure, and I sure hope they do. And and here's here's something, and you kind of mentioned it, like you know, K State traditionally kind of it's usually close about halftime and come out second half adjustments and and firing all single cylinders and then just taking over in the second half. Well, especially against these lower level teams, perhaps. Perhaps that shouldn't be the case this year. Perhaps we should, or Kansas State should try and score as much as possible in the first half, just like they get, did against South Dakota, just like they did against Missouri. Yeah. And maybe that's the key to winning football games this season because the way I see it after that Tulane game, there's no, there was no fight in the second half. They, they act, the, the offense played like they were from, they were playing from behind. They had, they had the lead. Yeah. They had the lead in the second half. <laughs> yeah. Um, something's got to change. It's, it's really concerning because it was, it was high expectations. Which the season, I'm going to say this again. It's everybody, get, everybody in football, like, yeah, it sucks. We got upset. Appalachian State did Texas A&M. Everybody gets upset. I get it. It's just, it's just deflating. Every fan base goes through it. Conference play plays tomorrow. It's just, it's just concerning to work. Let's say if we beat Oklahoma – that's vintage K-State. That is so vintage K-State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see how that how that goes. And um, let's go ahead and transition into <laughs> that game. I'm kind of over talking the Tulane game. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Um, and, and you are right. It is a new season, essentially. I mean, um, season's not over. I mean, if we go out and we ball out in the Big 12 play and go eight and one seven and two and in big 12 play i mean there's your case for the big 12 championship game in arlington which is which is our which is k-state's goal you know we've set before this season everybody's been saying it dark horse to make it to the big 12 championship game and i that's still the that's still a 
um, it's still a uh... say. I will say though, Matt um, yeah. Bosco Boys mentioned this last week. On a scale of one to ten, what is your um, level of concern for the season? Ten right now, right, right now, I'm trying to be positive because I'm a fan, and no matter what happens, I'm still going to watch. I'm still going to follow. I'm still going to yeah, do the exactly. podcast. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, um, but right now my level con- my level concerns probably a six, five or six. Yeah, um, I will say K State's been upset before and have killed the opponent the next week, or at least gave him a fight. Mm-hmm. Bill Snyder's been upset before; he's lost to Marshall at home, a similar game just like this, and won the Big Twelve that year. Yeah, it's just when are we going to get hot? Is it going to be the right time? Is it going to be ever? And and that's that's basically exactly what Scott from Basketball Boys said too. Um, he said right about a six, but which is a little high for this early in the season, to be honest. But yeah, um, nonetheless, we are two and K State is two and one, um, heading to Norman, which sucks. Every year we start on the road for the Big Twelve schedule. So, um, number six, Norman. ESPN has uh, OU at eighty four percent chance to win a twelve and a half um, point spread. That's pretty low, actually. A low spread. Not bad. Uh, Fifty three over under. So. Um, Nebraska, uh, OU just came off of a big win over Nebraska in Lincoln, 49 to 14. Um, and then they had a, a bye last week. Oh, no, that's not correct. Just kidding. Um, and then they crushed Kent State the weekend before that, and then UTEP a week before that. So, um, they're three and oh, they're ranked sixth. Um, they got this guy, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gabriel, he's thrown for seven touchdowns, 759 yards. Gray at running back, two touchdowns, 286 yards, and Mims, uh, 14 receptions, 310 yards, and two touchdowns on the season. So a tall, tall task ahead of the Wildcats. But um, K-State is, you know, they've won uh, in the Curse Climate era. They are 2-1 and one against OU, and K-State is 3-1. and uh, Let's see. They've won three of the last five games in Norman. So it's not like it's unattainable to win in Norman. So, no. I mean, Matt, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, let's go old school. Let, you know, what people have listened to podcasts last year. We used to do keys to the game. Matt, what are your keys to this game? Keys to the game. I personally think with how our offense going, and I think, I think they're going to give him a fight. And I think the offense will surprise people. I, I just have a feeling it's just, I, I bet the coaching staff, they've had, they're woken up. I bet the, the fear of God's into them now. And I just throw, the, just throw, the, you're going to have to open up the playbook, throw, complete some medium range passes, open up the run game. I think that's a key. Um, the number one key, I need, we need our defense to get some turnovers. So I have a short field. And I think they will. I think they'll force some turnovers. I think they're going to give him a fight. I real, I just have a feeling. You just have a, I just have a gut feeling they will. I don't know if they'll win, but I think the number one goal of I think the defense needs to continue what they're doing, keep them in the game, get some turnovers, play field position, and Adrian needs to complete some long passes, soften up that underbelly, and, and get Deuce going. Because I think they can, they have talent. Right. And I, I will say that I'll, I'll add that to my key as well. Adrian really needs – they need to throw the ball to be a little less in the pressure on Deuce because he only had 86 – what was it, 86 yards against – 81. Um, Tulane. So, um, first game under 100 yards in a long time. So, 
Was that was that the record that uh, consecutive games above 100 yards, or was it with a touchdown? Yeah, it got broke, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Adrian definitely needs to be able to throw the ball um, with, and then Deuce be able to open up the middle of the field. Um, we got to get them to stop stacking eight in the box, and that's what Tulane did against us as well. They just stacked that's, eight in the box all day. That's what, and, that's what Venables are going to do. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm not going to respect. I'm not no, going to respect the passing here's, game. Here's what Venables is telling his defense. We are going to force Adrian Martinez to throw the football. Yeah. We are not going to let Deuce Vaughn beat us. That's and exactly what Tulane did, and that's what OU is going to do too. And, and if they're probably watching that film over and yeah. over and over. Tulane, Tulane put a lot on tape for the team to use. And here's another thing. Adrian has played against OU last year and almost at beat Nebraska, them. and they almost won in Norman. So it's not like Adrian doesn't have experience in Norman. So that is kind of huge. Um, and then I think offensively, um, I think that the offense needs to have these, you know, kind of classic K-State offensive drives. They need to be efficient and they need to score touchdowns. They need to score touchdowns. They cannot settle for field goals against OU and Norman. Um, just think about that game that we that K-State beat them back in 2019. K-State was scoring touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. And it and wasn't like, it wasn't just like one hitters either. It was no. five or six plays, touchdown, six or seven plays, touchdown. And then to finish it all out, um, obviously limit penalties. We did a little bit better against Tulane. Um, but the defense needs to come out and they really, you know, like you said, force they need to force some turnovers. NUDK needs to get Felix NUDK needs to get to the quarterback a couple times. And I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give my final score prediction. And I hate to say it. I really don't think we're going to win this game. Me neither. Um, I'm going to say 27-24 OU wins. I'm going to say um, 28-17 OU wins. Okay. Um, but let's just say let's just say that if you're Colin Klein off in the staff, you know for a fact, unless you're just the biggest idiots in the world and you guys should lose your jobs. They are going to put eight in the box and force you to throw. You have got to complete it to soften it up. That is football 101. It's numbers. Numbers game. Or at least and at least spread out the defense. It's not like you have to be throwing the ball down the field, but get these, you know, if they're putting eight in the box, get a quick throw out to the out to the uh, sideline to the Malik and just let him run. Let Phillip yeah. do the same thing. Uh, here's another thing that I don't think we ran one time against Tulane was a jet sweep with Malik to Malik. Yeah. We didn't I don't think once. we did it once and no. I don't see why not. I mean, all, I don't want to go back to the Tulane game, but I just, it just did not seem like we were using the edges very well. We were going straight up the middle with everything. Yeah. And it made no sense to me. We didn't use our speed because we were faster. We we're more athletic than Tulane. Yeah. I just, so I really hope that K-State's offense comes to play. And I think that Chris Kleiman, and it's a different, it'll be a different OU team, obviously. And I, I haven't really watched much of their games. I mean, most of the stuff that I followed from them is from just picking up stats and whatever. Um, but Brent Venables is a new coach and clearly he's having a lot of success so far. I mean, they've been scoring how, you know, 30 plus points a game and, these are all division one teams. You can't, you know, you can't overlook a single division one team, FBS team that OU has played and beat the crap out of Nebraska last weekend in Lincoln. So um, it's, we, Kansas state has a tall task ahead of them. And I, 
really hope that it's at least a game and we yeah. look good at the end of it, regardless have, of the, have, regardless offense, of outcome. Our offense has got to score. They just got to prove that they can do it. And it's very it's just very frustrating because it's we're capable of it. They're so capable of it. And the defense is like if we had if we just had an average average offense, we'd be so good. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And I kind of want to end, you know, talking about K-State on a positive note. And I let's see. Where was I going with this? <laughs> Chris Kleiman. Okay, yeah, this is what I was gonna say. Chris Kleiman, 100% is the guy. By no means do I think that he is not the guy. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a championship caliber coach. Um, We still have a long season ahead of us. Let's stay positive throughout the season. I know the last couple of days, I I feel like a lot of K-State fans have felt very negatively about the program. And obviously, yes, but we need to be like you are saying, Matt, let's stay behind the team. Win or lose. We still booze. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, just keep, keep hoping for the best. And if the time comes where accountability needs to be acted on, um, then, then let's do it at that time, but let's stick behind the team. Chris Kleiman's a guy. I think Colin Klein is a, I think he is a, capable offensive coordinator growing pains but holy crap fourth and one third and one me and you could have called that yeah <laughs> that grinds my gears mm-hmm. that is my biggest pet peeve probably is in general everything oh it's i know simple mathematics <laughs> it's not that hard me and you ran it in junior high yeah um and then i think i think joe klanderman will have the defense ready to go but uh let's go down to norman let's show these let's show these traders of the big 12 what's up and let's make it a game. And I, I let's smack him in the mouth. You know, let's yeah. let's go down there, smack him in the mouth. Let's go up a couple scores at the beginning, and then just go old classic K State offense in the second half and just run out the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, shout out to uh, before this, did you not hear the story? Uh, Bill Snyder actually texted Britt Minables and said, "Congrats on win number three against Nebraska. Hope you get number fourth." But just not this week. So that was that was pretty funny. Brent Venable shared that story, and he said, "That's all." He said he loves Bill Snyder, and he says yeah. just loyalty, and that's yeah. a great. I just wanted to share that. Absolutely, and I think Brent Venables is a is a is a really good person and a good coach. So, yeah. um, anyway, okay. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Let's move on. Was there any NFL you wanted to talk about tonight? 
great game with the Chiefs and Chargers. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic game, and I think uh, I think all of us had it much higher scoring than it turned out to be. Um, the final score, I'm pulling it up right now, 27 to 24, and I think you were like 44 to 27 or something. Yeah. And uh, Brick was about that same spot, and I don't remember what I was either. But um, Chiefs are you know, a force to be reckoned with once again, I will say. And uh, regardless of who Patrick Mahomes is throwing to, I think that he is probably through two games. I think he's the best quarterback in the AFC West. I mean, I feel like you would agree on with that. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, beside that, I mean, who would you put at number two? Uh, Doesn't Herbert's West? pretty good. Doesn't Herbert's Doesn't well, Herbert's a beast. I'll give Justin Herbert a shout out too. I mean, that man was hurting mm-hmm. towards the end of that game. And fourth and five or whatever it was, throws a dime down the middle of the field. Just like the play before, he's scrambling to his right and easily could have ran for the first down, but was in so much pain that he just chucked it out of bounds or spiked it basically and said, screw mm-hmm. it. And comes back and throws a dime like that. So, uh, yes, Justin Herbert looks really good. Um, I haven't watched Derek Carr enough, but I think they're 0-2. Is that correct? (laughs) And so, um, but I was talking to my coworkers at work, and they're really hating on Russell Wilson right now. So, (laughs) and rightfully so. The Broncos look terrible right now. Yeah. Uh, They they grinded out a victory at home against a not a very good Houston team. And quite frankly, they should have beat Seattle the week before that. So we'll see what happens this week. I think they have another home game against the 49ers on Sunday night football. So uh, that I think, I think as far as a turning point goes for Denver season, I think week three is a turning point for them. If they don't win in week three, it's going to be another long season for me. Um, The chiefs, however, let's see, who do they have this weekend? The Colts at the Colts. And I believe the Colts are Oh, one and one. Yes, they are. And um, quite frankly, I think the Chiefs should not have a problem with them. However, the Chiefs do struggle um, <laughs> against the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, wasn't it the uh, uh, playoffs a couple of years ago? They blew a pretty big, sizable lead. Four, point, four touchdown lead, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. But that was when Alex Smith was still quarterback at that yeah so yeah still a couple years ago but under andy reed so i mean it's uh, obviously the colts have changed hands a couple times quarterback and coach so um different times there but um yeah chiefs two and oh broncos one and one and uh vikings got their ass beat on monday night against the eagles so that was yeah (laughs) bills killed bills killed what was the score of the bills game they killed uh i think it was like 41 to 7 look at that Four, yeah, 41-7. It's a tight. It's 41-7. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. They won at the Rams 31-10 to and then at home against the Titans 41-7. to So Bills are definitely a dark horse to win the – I don't even think – I don't even want to call it a dark horse, but pretty high up there on the list for a team to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. As good, good as offense is there looking with Stephon Diggs and – um, that other wide receiver, uh, Gabriel Davis, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Josh Allen at quarterback. So, uh, yeah, NFL. That's all I got. Cats. So go cats. Um, let's, let's kick some boomer sooner ass this weekend. 
Um, and playoffs are coming for baseball. Playoffs are coming. Let's go Cardinals. The Royals have been eliminated officially, so can't wait for next season. And I think that very well wraps it up. Any any weekend plans, Matt? Not 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 really. Just gonna chill. Actually, get to be at home and um. So yeah, it's uh. I think be that'll be good. be about the same for me. Um, we'll see what happens with the weather. Maybe if it is still warm, might have another pool party, but we'll see. And uh, let's go Cats. Let's go Cardinals. Let's if they go. win, I'll be really pissed off too. OK State. Yeah, I know. Because last last year it was like we pick them to win and then they'd lose in a bigger game and then vice versa. But anyway, uh, my name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This has been another edition of the Lecrum Sports Media Podcast. Hope everybody has a great weekend, a great west rest of your week. Stay safe, have fun, and have a good weekend. See you guys later. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.